Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We are Academically Challenged. I'm your host, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Zach. And I'm Eric. And we are Academically Challenged. So, so nice to be back. It's nice to be back. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> accidentally was in another city last week when we had a when we had this studio booked. So we skipped that, but that's okay. Um, I don't know how you how you accidentally go to another city, dude. <laughs> Were you like kidnapped? Did you t- did you miss your exit or? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I just yeah. I I was trying to go to a and w which is like right down the road but i just like kept going yeah you missed your turn and missed then, my turn and, and then, then you just could yeah all of a sudden you had to go to red deer. <laughs> you had to go to the next a and w on that road you know yeah well i, I mean i went to a and w and red deer and i was like oh that that felt a little bit longer than usual yeah geez that turn. was like like a five minute drive turned to like what like an hour and a half yeah Damn. i mean i just completely lost track of time i was just i was listening to this listening to this song on repeat like an hour and a half is a big green tractor or no it's it's um it's um club poor by tiny me gang <laughs> damn all right yeah well okay no just kidding but no, yeah, oh, that yeah. is a good song if you listen to it but what have you been up to the last little bit <clears throat> uh so for me i haven't been doing too 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 much uh just been just been working uh just been chilling wait you're working? No, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm working. Uh, I'm working for a uh, for a tourism company right now. Oh, okay. So so I'm just doing that stuff. Um, waiting for onboarding stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I actually started like a few weeks few weeks back. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just uh, sort of just working. Uh, my contract ends in like end of August. Mm-hmm. So then that gives me some time to just sort of get something under my belt so that I can uh, hopefully find something for the beyond. You know. Yeah. But yeah, makes sense. Okay, let's do um, a little bit of a hockey moment here before we get into some philosophical questions that we've the garnished. N- the nitty gritty. Wait, is garnished a word? Garnished is a word, what yeah. What does that even mean? I just use it in a sentence. I don't know what it the means. The garnish? I think that's like the end, like the topping that you put on to to like make your yeah, meal look good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, like lemon zest and all yeah. that. Um, anyways, <laughs> so NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Vegas Golden Knights versus Florida Panthers. Um, I don't know where we left off with hockey moment, but here we are now, and Vegas is up one zero. Ve- so, Vegas is up one zero. Um, didn't so, didn't really think they wouldn't be up one zero personally. Oh, right, because of the long break. Be- because Florida was on a because they won in like what four or five or something. So then that gave they them won like, in four. They won in four. They swept Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, they swept. Carolina. Holy moly! Okay. Yeah. So yeah, as a result of that, they just had like a ten day layoff, pretty much. Yeah, which I think is what happened last year too, when the Oilers versus the Avs, because like Oilers won in five, right? Which means that they had way more rest, and they always do bad after a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's less because of the break and more because Vegas is just better. I think that yeah, yeah, I think Vegas is kind of crazy. But who would have thought that Aiden Hill was like crazy, dude? Yeah, we always cracked, man. man. We always get goalied. It's so annoying. Cause like last year, Aiden Hill, he was on the Sharks, dude, and he was bad. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Huh. It's so, I feel like it's very, it's more often than you'd think that like a backup comes in and just plays amazing. It's more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, whenever a backup comes in, I feel like it's always, always bad. No, no, it's usually good. It's now. all yeah. Well, you're good for them, but bad for us. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and it's annoying because you'd think, oh, the backup's in. He's probably ass. Like, let's just fire pucks on him. Oh yeah, and he I stops, see. Stops everything. Uh-huh. And you're like. 
I thought he was supposed to be the backup. Why is he playing so well? Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, when, like, we injured or, or like, when Brassois was injured, like, versus us, I was like, damn, that's not good. Yeah. Because, like, because, yeah, we always do better against, like, the, the starting goalie. The, the starting goaltenders. Always, always, yeah. man. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um. So, who do you think will win the cup and who do you think will be the Conn Smythe winner? I think, I think Vegas wins it. And, uh, honestly, people say Eichel should win it. The Conn Smythe, but I want to. I think Jonathan Marsh, Marsh so. I think Marsh so, dude. Mm. I feel like whenever like they need a goal or it's like tied one one or something, Marsh so always shows up and gets that goal for them. Yeah, I think he broke out in the Edmonton series. Yeah, because mm-hmm. but prior to that he didn't have a single goal. Yeah, and then he just got like three in one game. He got a mar- he got a hat trick like his second game back or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. I was. <clears throat> I think it might be Eichel though. Like I would probably. How would yeah if if, if I were a betting man yeah. <laughs> if I were a betting man <laughs> yeah. I would probably bet on Eichel yeah. but if Florida wins I think I think Bobrovsky takes it mm. easily yeah okay speaking of being a betting man um we can get into the the questions pretty soon after but on Friday night I played Risk and I oh, played yeah? the full game so it took like six hours whoa and we kind of someone was winning and we kind of just like let them not let them win but we attacked each other yeah so that the the guy that was already winning just took over yeah but man that game is long i've never played it You've before never played Risk. No. do you know like how to play or have mm. you heard of it i've heard of it i've had i had the board game when i was younger but i never knew how to play it right oh, okay but. so it's basically you have a bunch of troops on different uh like countries around the world yeah and you have to roll dice and battle mm-hmm. against the like, other people yeah and a lot of the time, it's three dice versus two dice. Yeah. And if you're the attacker, you roll three, and you match up your two highest dice with the two highest dice of the defenders. Oh, yeah. And, like, if you roll, like, a six and a three, and, mm-hmm. the, and the defender rules, rolls, like, like, a five and a two, yeah. you'd win both of those. He would, like, the attacker would, oh, I see, because one, because it's one die versus one die. Yeah, exactly. Much. Okay, I see. And then if it's a tie for the dice, yeah, then the defender wins. Okay. And it turns out it's, like, basically a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why throughout the game, it's basically just a 50-50. And then if someone's winning, like, if someone's getting ahead in the game, then mm-hmm. the other players can just team up against him and then level, oh. the, level the playing field out again. Mm-hmm. So it just goes on forever. Oh, that sounds fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we started playing, like, like, nine o'clock and we went till <laughs> two thirty. Oh my god that reminds me of this time when like we started a Catan game at like 10 o'clock and we yeah. didn't end until like three wait was that the time that i was Th- i had this time? was a different time but, th- but but we did that both times <laughs> yeah I, we didn't even finish our game of Catan. we did we did you won that i'm wait, pretty sure I? I think so yeah or someone yeah it was either i'm pretty sure you won what yeah i don't remember winning <laughs> it's because it was like three o'clock in the morning dude oh <laughs> I, I, for some reason i thought we didn't play the full game I think huh. w- I, we, we, I think you were on track to win, and then we were just oh, like, hey, right. fuck, we were like, fuck yes. it, okay, you won. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was on track to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's a pretty good intro. Anyways, we wanted, we were talking about what we wanted to talk about today, and we thought it'd be really fun to do some like philosophical questions. So we were Googling around, and we come up with a, with a few questions. So the first one that we came up or found is, would you kill one person to save five? And at if you have a relationship with any of the people, at what point does it does the line cross over? So 
I think we'll just start. This is basically the trolley problem. It's classic. I'm sure most people have heard of it. And if not, it's the the way the original question works is, let's say there's five people on one track, one track. And there's a, um, and then there's one person on another track and like the train is coming and it's about to hit the five, the five people. people and yeah. you have the ability to like switch the track over so that the train kills the one person. So it's like an ethical dilemma of would you be responsible in a way for the death of the one person or do nothing and let five people die? So if let's just start with if you know nobody, then what would you do in that situation, Eric? If I knew nobody didn't like just picked random a random five people off the street. Yeah. Um, well, six people, right? Yeah, six people off yeah. the street. I would probably just, well, I would, I would switch it over, dude. Yeah, definitely. actually, you know what? I don't because I don't want it to be on my conscience, you know. Really? Okay. To like to be the one to be like, okay. <sighs> like if I, you're, um, I guess if it's yeah, it's like that you're right there. You're not even like on the side of the mm-hmm, road or mm-hmm. anything. You're the you crank have is right here it in your hand. Yeah. yeah, and you see it going like, I, f- so you. You think? Do you think you would? But it's like a harder decision. I would. I w- like. I would just because it's the lesser of two of yeah. two like tragedies, right? Yeah. And do you feel like that is like a little bit of a hard decision, or is it? Or can you say pretty confidently that every time you you switch it over to the one person? I would every time. I'd probably yeah. do it. And but this is only if I don't know a single person. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And I I don't even really think it. Like, I know it's way different if you were to actually do this. Yeah. But, like, for me, having the ability to switch it over to the one person and not doing that is, like, the same as killing five people in my mind. Like, mm. I would feel way worse if you killed if, it. if I just let the five people die. Like, I would feel responsible for that the same way I would feel responsible for the death of the one person. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I switched fair. over the track. Because, mm-hmm. like, in both situations, Either way, I have the ability to like to leave it or or to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, especially if I'm right there and, and all it takes is just a simple hand movement. Yeah. Then it's tough, right? Yeah. So there's actually another variation of the trolley problem. There's many variations. I've seen memes of that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And like another one that I've heard is, let's say there's five people on a track, and you're standing on a bridge, and there's a really fat guy on the bridge, <laughs> so you can push really fat guy onto the tracks oh like really push him so that he falls onto the tracks and then the train will hit him and the five people will live yeah so this one's a bit tougher because you're not just switching the track over you're physically pushing Pushing a guy pushing a guy what if you can't push him (laughs) (laughs) yeah this one's a little bit up for debate because like if you're in that situation how are you going to know that pushing the guy onto the tracks is going to save the five people yeah because like it's a little bit unless they're because i don't know dude we could You've seen you've seen that one like engineering video where it's like where it's like how many how many straws will it take to to stop this train from 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 uh, running the track over? Have you seen that? Uh, no. And then it's just it, it's just like one, uh, they put one straw in and then like the train goes through no problem and then they just keep incrementally adding or like, doubling the amount of straws mm. until it gets to like maybe like one twenty eight straws and then the train finally stops. So then you also have to know that like the fat person equates to like one twenty eight people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. So that one's a little bit harder, but. I I guess uh, it's a, it would be tougher because you're physically 
like pushing him onto the tracks and that makes you a little bit like more responsible mm-hmm. in a way but like i would like to think if i knew it would save the five people that i would also do that now yeah the tricky part comes when if you know any of the people and this kind of ties into like another question about like are some people's lives more important than others yeah like okay. if you know them <laughs> so like so are you saying okay so on the track with one person we'll have like joe biden right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have joe biden and then yeah. on the other side we'll have donald trump hitler uh and two other randoms but your mom but your mom Hitler's is also just coming t- back from the dead <laughs> <laughs> he's just <laughs> we resurrect him just just, just to, to prove a point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but your mom was also on that side. Oh my god! Or okay, 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 instead of Joe Biden, we'll do like like um, maybe not Trudeau, but like a really influential leader in Canada. Um, Drake. We'll do Drake. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you know, sure, sure, sure. Fuck it. We'll Drake. do Drake. Okay. Do you pull that lever? Yes. Well, I mean, onto the one person. Onto, onto the one person. Do you kill Drake to save Hitler, Donald Trump, your mom? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, the, my mom, like that, yeah, yeah, negates it, everything. Yeah, whatever, what, whatever the side that doesn't have my mom is, they're like that track. The train is going on that one. You yeah, know? exactly. Okay, this is a side tangent, but that reminds me. Have you heard of that story about the WNBA star being arrested in Russia uh, because she vaped or something? I think so. And then, like, and then, like, didn't um, America send in like troops or something or like? They were fighting for a bit over this. Uh, they were. It was yeah. So it was like Canada or yeah. yeah no, sorry, America and Russia that were arguing about this, and then they ended up making a trade. Yeah. So. Oh right! It was like it was like like convicted prisoners. <laughs> yeah. It's like it was this one convicted, uh, like a weapons distributor, and his he has a nickname of like the Merchant of Death. Oh yeah. Is right. So we tr- America traded the Merchant of Death. Or WNBA star. WNBA star. I forget what her name is, but damn, that's fucked up, dude. Really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, back to the trolley problem. I think it becomes incrementally more challenging the more relationship you have with like one of the people. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to say what you do in the moment. I've also seen this YouTube video. It was by um. Who's that guy? He's bald with glasses. Hey, Vsauce here. Yeah, Vsauce. <laughs> yeah, I was literally going to say, hey, Vsauce, with, without you even describing him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Vsauce, no. He has, like, a trolley problem. Oh, does video he? Where okay. he, like, actually makes that situation in real life. What? Yeah, and it's very believable, too. Like, like, squid, like squid Game t- t- type of? <laughs> well, he makes the people think it's real. Okay. Because... He, he tells them that like, they're doing an experiment and then he has the whole setup and it's very real. And they have the the person in the control room. Yeah. And they're like, this is how the this is how the work uh, this works. Like we can change the tracks over like this. Mm-hmm. And then on the screen, it shows like people on the tracks and then it shows like whether yeah. people would flip it or not. Uh-huh. And it turns out that like a lot of people did not Like a lot of people were too scared to to, to even like like use the lever. Yeah, use the lever. And, like, most people um, left it. I think that's, like, a little bit more challenging, though, because... Because you're... Yeah, the f- act of physically doing it, right? Yeah, and, like, the thing is, in like, they came for an experiment, and they don't fully know, like, what's happening. So yeah. 
that's another part of it is like when you're in an unknown situation like in an, a big control room like in this experiment I, you should definitely watch this video okay. it's very okay very interesting yeah but you can see like the uncertainty like because people know that they would rather um not have it on their conscience well no, they would rather i think people know that they would rather have one person die than five yeah but it's just very hard to like actually make that mm-hmm. yeah. decision in that yeah. moment because like uh, of course in your in your mind right everything is theoretical everything is perfect in your ideal world yeah but then uh the second you throw in all these variables and then you actually have to do it that's that's when it gets kind of tricky yeah but I, i'm even saying like in the moment i think they know that they should pull it oh but like but they're just frozen yeah they're, they're just frozen they're just like, like in fear or yeah un- i don't know what it yeah. is but you can you can see it they're like holy shit like what do i do do i do it yeah because yeah because I, I think everyone knows that like the logical decision would be to pull the lever yeah but when it comes to it it's like it's, i don't know yeah, scary. yeah, yeah like yeah. If, if, i bet if people had time to plan it like if you could plan it and be like tomorrow you're going to be faced with this situation and you're gonna have to figure out whether or not you want to pull the lever. Yeah, I think every, pretty much everyone would be like, "Okay, I have to pull the you lever." You gotta tomorrow. pull the lever, 100. percent Honestly, in those situations, you can't even think, dude. You just gotta yeah, do exactly. it. You, yeah, exactly. Like, because if you're the more you think about it, the more frozen you'll be. Yeah. And like, I feel like they could also relate to to just like anything, like yeah. like even in your personal life or whatever. If if you're scared to do something, you just you what are the what's the worst thing that can happen, right? Yeah. You, you just have to do it. You just have to. Yeah. So may as well just rip the bandaid off. Mm-hmm yeah yeah i don't know it was really satisfying to see the people that did pull it though oh really could just see did they see like death or anything like <laughs> watermelons crushing or no so like as soon as it was about to hit the person the camera shut off and vsauce was like hey vsauce <laughs> <laughs> no my vsauce walked in and was like congratulations you're an asshole <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you chose to save the lives of five people yeah Versus the one person you love most. <laughs> yeah. How does that make you feel? Man, I had a whole Vsauce phase when I was working my first co-op. Oh, yeah? Uh, which was remote. I would just, like, put Vsauce videos on the side while I was doing work. Yeah. 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 Very, very entertaining. Very, uh, I feel like that definitely sharpens your mind, too, you know? It exposes yeah. it to a, to a variety of situations, you know? Yeah. So. And then I've never really watched Vsauce again. Like, I had a weird six months where I just binged all of Vsauce's videos and then haven't haven't seen it again i had like a i had like um there's this one youtube channel where they deal with like tarantulas and spiders and stuff have you seen those um no okay well there was a good like two months where i was obsessed with those and also (laughs) kurzgesagt oh kurzgesagt is so kurzgesagt is so good dude because i found i found them like once in like 2019 like yeah. the like the the very first video I saw was like is milk actually good for you okay. or something like that and then ever since then I've been like watching them but like, it sort of died down now yeah but for for the for the six months after I watched that video I was on Kurzgesagt yeah. like the entire time dude I really like their space videos about oh about like about like is there anything out there yeah yeah that is very interesting to me yeah very in depth like how they go how they talk about it might be a bad thing that we haven't. No, like, no, uh, or a good thing that we haven't that we haven't with, that yeah. we haven't uh, ha- been in contact with, yeah. with anyone. Yeah, and like the the large barriers to yeah. human evolution, uh-huh. and like if we we have to like break all three to, in order to be like a like a universal species. What's or whatever. a grade three civilization? Yeah, or something grade, like that. Yeah. T- tier three or something. Tier three. Yeah, I don't know. He made videos about the, about like the ocean too, and like or I don't know. To me, I'm I'm really fascinated by the ocean just because like 
it can go so deep, right? Yeah. And like you don't know what's on, what, what's down there. Mm-hmm. People, people like they theorize that you know the megalodon still alive. You just can't find it. But like, I don't, I, I don't believe that. But it's just cool to think about what could be down there because yeah. there's like squids, giant squids, kraken squids, and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a large part of the ocean is just unexplored yeah like like when i last looked not, I, not think, I think it was like 70 percent is still unexplored yeah just because of how much it is yeah that's so cool to think about dude yeah that's crazy yeah like, are what's, you, what's living down there yeah <laughs> are you more like are you more like into like space or the ocean you would think? um if i had to pick one i think i think space you think space i would be more interested in mm-hmm. because I I also think when I think of space, I also think about how it's expanding and like how time factors into yeah, space, and yeah. that just is really trippy. It it is. So it is. I think that would yeah. What about you? Definitely the ocean, man. Yeah. Just it, it, like like space has all these cool things, but I would I want to see I want to explore this like Earth first. Yeah, right? get to know Earth before yeah. we look outside yeah. too much. Uh huh. Like, did you ever watch Interstellar? Yeah. That movie's so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but I like. It always tripped me out how how the whole like message of the movie is that time is relative, right? Yeah. I truthfully still kind of am tripped out by that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's it, very it's very weird to understand. Yeah. <laughs> and all like the different situations that you can have, like yeah. if you're traveling at light speed and one person's just on Earth on like stationary, yeah, you like see the other person age or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so that that's so weird. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like like. So they're playing they're playing the movie again at the Telus World of Science. Oh yeah, yeah. And I want to try I don't I want to try and go again because oh, yeah. I've only watched it like online. I never yeah. watched it in a theater. I think it'd be so cool to watch in theaters. Yeah. So I agree. I'll check, I want to check it Man, out. I yesterday I went to the Telus World of Science. Oh yeah. And I watched this D Day movie on like Dino IMAX or no, like, like World War Two. Oh D-Day. okay, yeah. It's like the day where, like, like um. So Germany was, and by the way, this was, ex- like so fascinating. Like I've never been a history guy, but like watching this, the way they dramatized it was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So it was so good. It during World War Two, Germany on the eastern border was fighting against the USSR. Yeah. And on the western border, which was bordering the ocean. They had set up the Atlantic Wall, is what it was called. Okay. Just a, a massive line of defenses all across the coastline. Yeah. And Canada tried to invade it and just got demolished. Oh, shit. So it just got killed. Damn. And um, then the Allied forces, which was Great Britain, Canada, the United States. Yeah. We spent, like, years planning this attack on the western border. Yeah. And... It was so the details of the plan were so intricate. They, um, like they had Enigma, which was able to decode all the German messages, and they, like, tricked the Germans into thinking that they were going to attack on the closest from the closest route from Great Britain to Germany, but they were actually planning to attack Normandy, mm. and uh, the plan was just so in depth, and it was so cool to see how thought out it was and like what all the details of it were and like they attacked normandy broke through and just talked about that storyline and 
now I want to just binge World War II videos. And I remember in high school, I hated social studies. So. Oh, I mean, social studies in high school was freaking boring, dude. Yeah, it was. But, like, when you talk about... Because it wasn't until grade 12 when you started talking about World Wars. Yeah, but even then, I was just not interested. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were, were you interested in that? Or no? Not really, no. No, social yeah. was my least favorite. But yeah, me too. Y- but, yeah, like, when you see... When you actually think about, like, the art of war and, like, how there's, like, like actual sort of chess matches that go on between, like, between like commanders and all that, or, yeah. or it's, like, strategies involved, mm-hmm. I was like, we, were, we are going to attack the the bottom yeah. <laughs> but we'll actually go to the top yeah <laughs> i think that is i think that's really cool um you know oppenheimer you know you, you know the movie that's coming out no oppenheimer oppenheimer yeah no. What's that? you haven't seen that no you haven't seen when albert einstein may, will return to the oppenheimer universe no what <laughs> what is that what the it's it comes out the same day as barbie Barbie. You know the movie Barbie movie that's coming out? No. Bro. <laughs> dude, how do you know these things? Bro, dude. How do, how don't you know these things? <laughs> I thought you're a movie guy. Um kind of. I don't know. Damn. Okay. Barbie well, Barbie and an Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer I think is about World War 1. So okay. that might be a movie that you might want to be interested in. Ron wants to go really wants to go see that one. Yeah. Looks cool. It's coming out July 21st. Yeah. Robert down jr oh shoot he's in that yeah damn wait uh, matt damon is in it huh yeah a biographical thriller film you should probably check it out i think it'll okay. be pretty cool okay um yeah, that was interesting fuck what we talk- oh right yeah so would you recommend d-day yes yes was it a movie or is um, or is it an exhibit it was a movie it was like a 45 minute thing it yeah. was imax okay so if you go to the telescope of science maybe watch both i don't know if it'll be available or not still because yeah i'll have to yeah like i do want to definitely head it was amazing head over so good i'll check it out i'll check yeah. it out yeah. yeah okay wow how'd that sound out from the tr- from the trolley problem dude um i don't remember let's i think we covered a good portion of the trolley problem i think yeah. we could probably talk about one more so i don't um, know i don't know i feel like we didn't go as like as, as much in no? depth Okay, what's, a, what's another know. layer to the trolley problem that you have? No, that well, like I don't have a, I don't have another thing to say, but but like but like, was that enough? Yeah, I think well, because we were talking about if you have a relationship with the person, it becomes very difficult Whoa. to say. Have you seen those? Have you seen those? Like, have you seen those trolley problem variations where it's like they're just absurdly like absurdly uh complicated? No, you should you should find some. Uh, talk about it. Cause like like I I can't read this, but this is another trolley problem. Wait, and let me try to read this. I have no clue what's going on there. There is an unknown number of people on a track. A trolley is rushing towards them. You have the option to pull a lever and change the track the trolley is on. Each time you pull the lever, the number of people on the track the trolley will use is cut in half. If the number of people is even, but if there is an odd number of people, it triples, and there's also one additional person you can pull the lever as many times as you want do you pull the lever even though the starting number of people could be any oh my goodness wait that's yo, so complicated yo they should just they should just be teaching this in school instead of instead of uh josh has has 27 apples yeah find the limit to it <laughs> there's an unknown number of people on the track trolley is rushing towards them you can change the track each time you pull the lever the number of people on the track the trolley will use is cut in half if okay. the number of people is even. 
But, but if it's odd, if it's odd, it it'll triples. Oh, it'll, so and there's also one additional person, so it'll make it even. Oh. Oh man. Oh man. So I like, feel like this is just a math problem. Yeah, yeah. That sounds very, very uh, mathy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I they th- should. Have, they should write that in final exams, dude. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that would be so interesting. I think so. Like, like if there was ever, ever some sort of like math and like philosophy yeah, sort of, sort of mix. Sick. You'd be oh. like, damn, like, whoa, what? Like, I need to figure this out. I need to, like, yeah. this, this could yeah. save lives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll find, I'll, 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 like, maybe we'll talk about it a, a different day when we can have more than 10 minutes of prep time. No, that's okay. I think I think it's good to do it on the fly. On the fly? Yeah, dude. No way. Okay, let's see. Do you want to continue talking about trolley problem or should we move to it? I kind of wanted to also, I think I think it's good to have two. Okay, okay. Two questions. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. So we'll move on, we'll move on. Let's do... Um, if someone does a good deed or... Yeah. If someone does a good deed with a selfish motive, does that impact the goodness of the deed? Yes. I think so. You do think so? I think so. I think if, uh, if someone, like, is doing you a solid, but only because it does them a solid too, I think it sort of calls into question how, like how good the, how how much they want actually want to help you or if they just care about themselves because i think at the end of the, of the day people do that anyways but it definitely does impact the goodness of it okay hmm. here's the thing though i feel like everything someone does is for the benefit of themselves uh-huh yeah in my opinion yeah oh yeah 100 percent. you agree i think so yeah like there is there is no unconditional like like oh i'll do this for you just because yeah there's always there's always because always, it benefits me exactly <laughs> unless it's like your, your your family right no i think even in that case really yeah no way yes oh maybe actually because here's the like for example uh my brother asked me to drive him to the airport at uh, five o'clock this morning yeah i did that because if i do it'll just you know ensure that we maintain a good relationship mm-hmm. which will oh. benefit me in the future oh. like it's better for me to have a good relationship with my brother. Yeah. Okay. I see. It is to have a bad relationship with him. Mm. So. Damn. You went one step further. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think yeah, about like, that. I think like everything you do is because it'll benefit you. So then. Yeah. Uh, does that impact the goodness of it? Then you think. Um. So I think. I think it's case dependent, but, like I know, like I was watching, I've been watching The Good Place and. In it, there's this character that on Earth raised billions of dollars for this nonprofit organization, but the only reason she did it was because she wanted to be famous and, like, have people think that she was a saint. Oh, yeah. So, I think, I think it can, the deed itself is good, and it's a good thing, but I feel like, um, I don't know, I think it's a little bit... Depending on the circumstances, it can be a little bit more or less um, reflecting good on the person. Like, I think in some situations, it can reflect better on the person than in others. Like, sometimes it can be very obviously for selfish purposes. Mm -hmm, Like, for example, on TikTok, I don't really like the people that, like, do good deeds and, like, film it. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, by the way, my... Go f- or my Patreon is here. Like, mm-hmm. like I see a lot of those where like TikTokers will go up to strangers and like or homeless people and be Give like, them, yeah. "Yo, here's a new pair of shoes. Here's twenty bucks. Like, hope you have have a great day." And like, it's very clear that the only reason they're doing this is because 
they want like TikTok fame and like yeah. they in- they also include like a a link to like their PayPal or whatever. Yeah. So like that I'm not a fan of, but like let's say so like Mr. Beast. Yeah, I think but I think Mr. Beast is a little bit better than other people. Like I think he has a little bit like while he does want to grow his his brand. Yeah. I think he also does have a deep desire to just help people. Like I think it's more obvious in some people than others. So um yeah, but like the people on TikTok that specifically like sometimes it's just very clear that their only goal is personal personal gain whereas like in in other cases some people may want like may want the personal gain but they also definitely want like the other person to succeed yeah like sometimes i'll see these videos where they give the homeless people like 20 bucks and new pair of shoes and it just seems to me like they do not even care about this homeless Mm -hmm. person yeah like not at all (laughs) like like why would you give a homeless person a new pair of shoes and you also didn't need to film it right yeah 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 like exactly I don't know. I feel like Mr. Beast is probably the only exception to it because, like, he does the, the, like, all these absurd things. Yeah. But we also don't know what it is that he wants, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he wants to grow his brand, but I think he also, like, does. <sighs> Mr. Beast is a very unique case because he, he's probably the most determined YouTuber ever. Like, did you, have you ever seen those videos of him counting to, like, a million? No. There's videos on YouTube of him just counting to a million straight. Like he'll go one, two, three, four, all the way up to wow. Okay, it might be not, it might not be a million, it might be a hundred thousand. Okay, but okay, but that's still crazy, right? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like you can just skip to any part in the video, and he'll be like sixty nine thousand four hundred twelve, sixty nine thousand four hundred thirteen, sixty nine thousand, and he's just like slurring, and it's like he definitely does it. Yeah. And there'll be cases when he loses his track, and he'll go back like a hundred, a hundred in the count. Oh no way. Mr. Beast counting to 100,000. So he took, he counted to 100,000 and the video is 24 hours long. <laughs> he counted for an, a day straight. To, a, to how much? 100,000. 100, wow. <laughs> Holy so, moly. Yeah. And what's also cool is Mr. Beast had a video uh, when he first started and he was like, in the video, he was like, hey, future me, hey, f- me in five years, I really hope you have a million subscribers by now. Like, if you don't have a million subscribers, like, you are basically a failure. Like, his whole life. Basically wasting your time, right? His whole life has just been set on, like, YouTube mm-hmm. and getting a million subscribers. Mm. So, I think, I think, yeah, Mr. Beast is unique because his definite only goal is to gain subscribers and views. But... At the same time, I think he is like a decent person. I think so. I think so too. I'm a, 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 like I'm more inclined to be on his goods on his side. Yeah. More than I am to be a hater, you know. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's for, it, like that's another thing with people nowadays. Like people are so quick to judge and to and to like find a nitpick and yeah. find the bad in someone. But like I don't know. Oh, that's another interesting thing. Do you think like everyone has good intentions? Like, uh, do you think? people are generally good or bad people i think like from birth they're good obviously it's like like it it depends on their upbringing and who they've uh, hung out with uh and like how they grew up and all that i think people are inherently good yeah um at least that's how i've been taught anyways and like i've always been i've always been like around a pretty 
healthy, uh, good set of individuals. And then yeah. even even when I wasn't, I I feel like I'm enough like by myself to just sort of push my ideals forward. You know? Okay. I would agree that people would generally have good intentions. And I think like even in cases where let's say there's a class bully in elementary that just bullies everyone. I think even that person like wants to do good things, but I think like factors like how they were raised and relationships with parents, mm-hmm. yeah, family, um, just like the brain chemistry can just affect people in different ways. And like, um, but I think you're right. And generally people are a little bit quick to judge in some situations. And I'm guilty of that too. Like sometimes this is one <laughs> person at my work that I don't get along with the best. Oh really? It's really frustrating. Damn. But, um, yeah, I, I just gotta, you just gotta tough, you, you just gotta tough it out and, and like <laughs> extend a helping hand whenever like yeah. necessary. Right. Yeah. Cause because cause at the end, at the end of the day, it's like, he's, he's going to be there. You're going to be there. Just mind your business and like yeah. go through it. Right. Indeed. Okay, I think we hit the warning, so we could probably probably wrap it up here. Probably wrap it up. Okay, sounds so, good. So thanks for listening. Yeah, um, let us know what you think about these uh, philosophical talks. Yeah, well, I think me and Eric like to do the philosophical yeah. questions. They will not be stopping anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks again, and we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, bye. Peace out.